Today's sponsor is the Dog Cancer Survival Guide, a must-read book if your dog has cancer. To get a free excerpt on what to feed your dog, go to dogcancerdiet.com. You'll get Dr. Damian Dressler's Dog Cancer Diet and help your dog with their next meal. That's dogcancerdiet.com to get an excerpt for free of the Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Well, it turns out that there's a lot of, I mean, the, the list of, for lack of a better word, ingredients in colostrum, there's a whole bunch of things that are in there, and they aren't just the immunity agents that a newborn needs. Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. Here's your host, James Jacobson. Hello, friend, and thank you for joining us today. Today, we are taking a call from a listener, Deborah, about whether her dog with hemangiosarcoma is benefiting from the colostrum supplement that she's been giving her. To answer that, we are turning to our chief medical editor, Dr. Nancy Reese, who has been a practicing veterinarian for three decades. She also has a master's in preventative veterinary medicine and a PhD in epidemiology. Dr. Nancy Reese, thank you so much for being with us on Dog Cancer Answers. It's nice to be back again. We are going to go to our listener mailbag or voicemail bag and uh, take a listener question from Deborah, who is calling in, who is a dog with hemangiosarcoma. Hello, my name is Deborah, and I'm wondering if colostrum would help my dog who has hemangiosarcoma. I talked to a vet, and they told me that. It's unlikely to be operable, the tumor on his heart. I've given him the Yunnan Bai, and I'm grateful that that was on the video. I gave him colostrum, and he totally perked up. So I'm just wondering how much I should give him. Thank you. So, Dr. Nancy, what advice do you have for Deborah? First thing is always with really any of these calls, I'm always sad to hear that yet another dog has something like hemangiosarcoma because that is just a really bad one to hear about. And being inoperable always makes the choices so much more difficult because you, you feel like you want to be doing something and inoperable tumors don't have a lot of options. I like that she's got the union bio. I think that's a great thing. It really seems to make the dog's feel better and decrease the bleeding and that type of thing. What about the colostrum, yeah? Yeah, that's a very interesting substance. I mean, honestly, the first time years ago when I heard people were using colostrum, I thought, oh, here goes, in the famous words, another snake oil type of thing. Because what we were taught way back when is that colostrum is only beneficial in the first several hours of life, an animal or presumably a human's intestinal tract is slightly different. And colostrum has a bunch of agents that are only absorbed intact through a newborn's gut. And that's why it's so important for them to get colostrum early because later on parts of the gut don't allow the absorption of those particular agents. And so it's not effective later on. So my image was always, why would we give something that a human or animal can't absorb. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out that there's a lot of, I mean, the, the list of, for lack of a better word, ingredients in colostrum, there's a whole bunch of things that are in there and they aren't just the immunity agents that a newborn needs. What's in there? Oh, there's things like um, 
lactoferrin and lactoalbumin and growth factors. Then there's also some antibodies and things like that. So there's a lot of other agents besides just giving immunity benefits to a newborn. And absolutely, just like any other, quote, medication or substance we eat, and we eat all sorts of things, and those are absorbed in our system. So the agents that are in colostrum can certainly be absorbed in some form into an older animal. One of the big benefits of using colostrum would be for certain gastrointestinal diseases, because in those cases, the antibodies and things like that can actually locally affect the GI tract. So there's really good rationale for using it in intestinal disorders or overgrowth of bacteria and things like that or certain viruses. But some of those agents in there, I think particularly the lactoferrin and the lactoalbumin, have been studied to, like so many other things, affect the immune system and possibly have some anti-cancer effects. So I don't know that specifically it would have any effect on hemangiosarcoma cells, but because of the growth factors and other things, they use it in athletes to try to give them more energy. So the fact that she noticed the dog perking up with the colostrum, and there's really no reason the dog couldn't have the colostrum. I think absolutely, if it gives the dog more energy, then it's a useful thing. So the question is, how much do you give your dog? So we sound like a broken record on some of these, but it really is going to depend on the product because there's there's going to be ones that are from different species or different cows or whichever animal they're using to collect this from. I probably imagine some of these are synthetically made colostrums too. I don't know that for sure, but it's going to so depend on what product you give. So it's great if you can find a holistic vet that has a product that they stand behind and then you can more likely go off of a label recommendation. But you could probably buy truly snake oil ones out there on the internet. So try to find a trustworthy holistic vet to give you a good brand recommendation. Wait, go to a vet? Don't just go to the internet? You could probably even call for that. <laughs> I got it. Okay, so I'm assuming it only comes from cows. Is that not true? Well, I think I saw a reference to some buffalo ah, colostrum. Uh, so okay. I think you could go from other other ones. Okay, so find out, get a recommendation from someone who uses this, but it may well work or in terms of providing the energy and the pep that, that would be helpful. Yeah, energy. And there are some, you know, again, in test tubes at least, they've been able to get some cancer cells to go through apoptosis with the colostrum and things. So again, there there is that hint of anti-cancer effects and there's really, I cannot think of a reason that you shouldn't use it. Well, there you go, Deborah. Thank you so much, Dr. Nancy Reese. Appreciate you being with us again today. It's been a pleasure. And now, a message from your dog. Every day with you is like a day at the beach, and I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want Everpup. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it. It's a strange thing to do, sprinkle this powder on my food, but I wouldn't have it any other way. My time with you is precious and irreplaceable, and I'm thrilled to be with you for as long as possible. 
Here's to puppy playtime and senior snoozes. <laughs> no matter how old I get, I want my ever pup. It just makes me feel good. In this life, and the next, and the next, and the next, I am so grateful to be your dog and for the ever pup you give me. So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com, where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup every day. If your dog has cancer, you need to get a copy of the best-selling animal health book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Because no matter what you've heard, there are always steps that you can take to help your dog fight and maybe even beat cancer. At nearly 500 pages, this comprehensive guide is your complete reference for practical, evidence-based strategies that can optimize the life quality and longevity of your dog. It's written by two of the most respected names in dog cancer, full-spectrum veterinarian Damian Dressler and veterinary oncologist Susan Ettinger. With the Dog Cancer Survival Guide, you'll learn everything that you need to know about conventional treatments, surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation, including how to reduce their side effects. You'll also discover the most effective non-conventional options, including nutraceuticals and supplements and diet, as well as mind-body medicine. What I love most about this book, which I've used with my own dog, Kanga, when she was diagnosed with cancer, is how to analyze the options and develop a specific plan for your own dog based on your dog's type of cancer and your dog's age, your financial budget, as well as your personality. You can get the Dog Cancer Survival Guide wherever books are sold, but if you get it direct from the publisher, you will save 10% when you use the offer code, especially for listeners of this podcast. Just go to dogcancerbook.com, and when you check out, use the promo code PODCAST, and you will save 10%. The website again, dogcancerbook.com, and use the promo code PODCAST to save 10%. I want to let you know about an important newsletter. It's called Dog Cancer News. Now, with a name like that, it is not for everyone. But if your dog has cancer, you will want to subscribe. That's because every issue features articles that will be helpful, such as low-carb dog cancer diet recipes, new clinical trials, financial resources to help pay for cancer care, information on supplements, and lots of other helpful info that your veterinarian may not know or have the time to share with you. Also, when you subscribe to Dog Cancer News, you will get a weekly update on the topics covered on this podcast, along with links and resources. So how much does Dog Cancer News cost? Well, today, you can subscribe for free. It's our gift. For a limited time, you can get a full year subscription for free. No strings attached. Just go to this website to sign up for the newsletter now, dogcancernews.com. It takes less than 10 seconds to subscribe, and it is totally free. Do it now at dogcancernews.com. And thank you, friends, for being there. 
Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at our website, dogcanceranswers.com. And depending upon which podcast catcher you have, you can also find the links to our show sponsor, which is the Dog Cancer Survival Guide, our private Facebook dog cancer support group, and our newsletter, Dog Cancer News. Those links are either in the show notes or on our website at dogcanceranswers.com. Thank you for hitting the play button today. And please remember to subscribe and to follow Dog Cancer Answers in your favorite podcast app so that you can always have the latest episode in your podcast feed. And if you have a question for one of our veterinary experts like Deborah did today, please call our listener line at 808-868-3200. That number again, 808-868-3200. Again, thanks for listening. And from all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, I'm James Jacobson, wishing you and your dog a very warm aloha. Thank you for listening to Dog Cancer Answers. If you'd like to connect, please visit our website at dogcanceranswers.com or call our listener line at 808-868-3200. And here's a friendly reminder that you probably already know. This podcast is provided for informational and educational purposes only. It's not meant to take the place of the advice you receive from your dog's veterinarian. Only veterinarians who examine your dog can give you veterinary advice or diagnose your dog's medical condition. Your reliance on the information you hear on this podcast is solely at your own risk. If your dog has a specific health problem, contact your veterinarian. Also, please keep in mind that veterinary information can change rapidly. Therefore, some information may be out of date. Dog Cancer Answers is a presentation of Maui Media in association with Dog Podcast Network. Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine? Well, it already has. Right now, on Dog Cancer Answers, we're speaking with Dr. Kelly Deal of Morris Animal Foundation about how AI is impacting veterinary research and the practice of medicine itself. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast.